take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to From the Pit, where we bring you everything from March of the Killdozer War Metal to You, Me, Liquor, and Weed Core. <clears throat> Don't be so goddamn cringy, dude. We're here to talk to you about all of the underground metal, hardcores, so forth and so on that you probably haven't heard yet, but certainly should. That's right. My name's Phil. With me is Frank. Yo. Mike. Yo. And Sam. Shammy. To say that I'm kind of glad that the war metal craze is dying off because most of that shit was really awful. <laughs> what? I'm sorry it's true like yeah. we all know it we all know it you can only there can only be so many blasphemy and conqueror ripoffs before it starts to get fucking old <laughs> we're not getting into this right now <laughs> <laughs> there's a discussion topic oh boy uh, yeah I feel like that one would be pretty much just you two <laughs> yeah so so yeah just be frank and i'm making fun of everybody wearing big sunglasses and chains uh like mirrored aviators and <laughs> camo and shit. see like god and i love i love mirrored aviators i really do like i feel like all i would have to do is just go to one of those shows and be wearing those aviators and people be like big sunglasses cool band <laughs> that's stupid <laughs> But fucking photo of Fenris. It's like big sunglasses, very important. Big sunglasses, cool band. Uh, oh, all right, let's <laughs> let's get into our our recommendations for this week. All right, I need your full fucking attention. We can't have any of that fashionably late thrash horse shit. Because oh. I'm going fucking hard from the get. We're gonna start off with a band <clears throat> called Judiciary, and these motherfuckers did a split last year with Mortality Rate. One of our uh, uh, noteworthy bands from last year's This Is Hardcore. So let's start off listening to a bit of March of the Abuser. fucking gets the blood going doesn't it (laughs) (laughs) i um a couple of these i'm bringing in this week i bought fucking immediately and i've been listening to um two to three four times since (laughs) like uh yesterday (laughs) 
This is excellent. Um, this is off of the axis of equality. These dudes are from Lubbock, Texas, and this was released two years ago in January. Nice. I yeah. feel like there's a lot of uh, a lot of modern bands that need to, to do a lot of sick leads like that. Like I'm at, I'm getting to the point very slow. Like, well, I guess quickly. Um, don't bury me in dirt. Bury me in crossover thrash. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's, uh, whew. that was some thrash. And yeah, like those, those re those reverb soaked leads. I mean, mm. can't get enough of them, right? <sighs> nope. All day, all fucking day, man. I mean, obviously there are ways that, you know, reverb can be used to get old, like on vocals. I've gotten to the point where like heavy reverb on vocals to me is just like, like, ugh. I could just listen to seven churches and get all of that that I could ever want. But, yeah, even, yeah, with, I even mean, maybe, with, like, your fondness of, like, the spectral voice and stuff. I mean, like I said, uh, it, it, it can be used poorly, but it can also be used really well, and spectral voice did a really good job of that. Fair to enough. be fair. <laughs> all right, well, get out there. I, I don't want you to think I'm not completely even-handed in my criticisms. <laughs> That's fair. So you can Thank find you. them at uh, judiciarytx.bandcamp.com, and, and you should. Yeah, I'll be doing that. So next up, I'm going <clears> to <throat> I'm gonna take a crack at this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this is called uh, Strychnia. That's, uh, That's what I would guess. Yeah. S-T- yeah, I believe, I believe it is Strychnia. S-T-R-Y-C-H-N-I-A. Yeah. There it is. Like, strych- like Strychnine, but Nia. Yeah. Let's listen to a bit of Curb Stomped. happens next well then you can all go check this shit out this is just a fucking buffet of deliciousness there's grind there's death there's some obvious tech you know i mean Mm -hmm. what do you like because it's all here and they employ deploy it with master just a smorgasbord of metal dude (laughs) like 
the the three bring-ins I found this week, I was listening to on my way to get a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> and the road terrorism that was committed on the way to yes. fucking haircuttery was, uh, it was unfair. So, um, that, that drum machine, man, like, <laughs> at least I'm by the sound of it, like that, that had been a drum machine. Yeah. I mean, like there's like, a, there's a couple little things that pop up where if it were on its own, I, I would have been like, man, you know, I mean, it's a little clean. Um, you know, some of the vocal techniques are a little bit like, you know, whatever. But the fact that it's just breakneck switching from one to another and it's it doing it intelligently, I was just like, it's ridiculous. But the, the part that you ended on, I was like, oh, we're going into the circle pit now. Mm-hmm. And then you stopped it like a <laughs> bastard, man. <laughs> I didn't put a time on here. <laughs> that man stopped it. <laughs> Mike is a bastard man. He's absolutely quilty so these dudes are from well, these this band is from south brunswick new jersey nice some, ha- some hometown <clears throat> dudes people <laughs> this was released march of this year um and if memory serves this is this is their first release so unbelievable that's a way to that's fucking a, debut that's a hell of a start hell yeah you can find them at strychnia.bandcamp.com finally I'm going to round out this journey of thrash with a band uh, by the name of Guilt Trip off of their album Unrelenting Force. And we're going to take a listen to Guilt Trip. That uh, falls under the category of tough. Yeah. That is extraordinarily tough. That fucking guitar tone, dude. <clears throat> I know. God damn it. I, I love I love when they do like that fucking uh I love when they start tracks out like that where it, it, it's it feels like I'm walking into the venue and I can hear the shit through the fucking walls and fucking yeah, you push the doors open and it's just fucking all of a sudden just slamming <laughs> you. It's 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 just like a a literal wall of air just almost knocking you back a couple inches. Yeah. I it's how I feel every year of walking into this is hardcore yeah. at the factory. Yeah. Like you hear that shit from outside and it's like I need to get the fuck I, in there. I know. My first year I, it was a uh, pretty sure iron price blowing it out while we were outside and we walk in I was just like I'm home. <laughs> uh, when I was last year, my first year, when I was like running from after work to get over there in time to catch uh, Eaten Alive, and like as I'm like running, like I hear stuff going, I'm like, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I mean, you can find these guys at Guilt Trip 
mhc.bandcamp.com. This band is from Manchester, UK, and this was released November of 16. And strap in, because that was just my bring-ins. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's my turn, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. My pick? Yep. It's, it's my, oh, it's my pick. Mm. All right. Um, okay, well, first of all, uh, shout out to friend of the show, Declan, uh, my good, crazy Australian buddy, who sent me this band who, like, I'd heard the name before, but I'd never, like, you guys know me, my fucking listen list is, my my stuff to listen to list is fucking miles long. Oh, of course. Like, it could, <laughs> oh, dude, it could stretch from here to Des Moines this, at this uh, point. Uh, this was, remember earlier where I said I was uh, very happy with one of your bring-ins? Yeah. Yeah, I did, this, and that you know that that kind of made me chub a little because I was like, I got <laughs> I got Papa Frank's uh, Papa this, Frank's love and approval. This is uh, this is what I was talking about. Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, anyway, that being said, um, you know what, Tom? Why don't you just roll? <laughs> yeah so yeah um for the, for those of you who are like me before a couple days ago and were the and were uninitiated that was caveman cult and they are just fucking disgusting vile filthy extreme metal from florida <laughs> they they describe themselves only as barbaric bestial death. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yes. like that, there is a, there there is there is one message I feel to be taken away from caveman cults music, and that is the strong will survive, and we will cut through anyone who tries to hinder us. When someone and, describes themselves as bestial something, they're referring to like that band, right? Yeah. I, I would Most assume likely. so. Okay. Because I get the feeling that the dudes from Caveman Cult do not give a fuck. I mean, about, uh, like about the scene 
at large, I get the feeling that the dudes from Caveman Cult just could not be fucked. In, uh, in all fairness, when I think of Florida, that's pretty much what goes through my head. So <laughs> Fair. it's like the soundtrack to it, like the soundtrack to the insanity that is Florida. <laughs> it's like, I mean, like, you know, I, I, like here in Jersey, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with the cold. I'm tired of it. It's March. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. And my girlfriend today says we should go somewhere warm for a bit. Why don't we go to Florida? And I was like, what? Florida? <laughs> I like, I don't want to die. <laughs> what are you doing? What? No. She also, she also tell her you're not old. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. Also, funny, uh, side note, I'm going to Florida for about two weeks next January. Oh, yeah. word? It'll... You going to play some oh, shuffleboard? Dude. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, dude. Dude, like, no, sh- no shit. Like, literally half my family lives in uh, about an hour from Tampa. Mm-hmm. Fun fact about me. So I've, I've, I've actually been to Florida many times. I actually greatly enjoy it there. Yeah, my parents own a, own a rental property down there. If, uh, if it times nice. out, if it times out I'll, I'll try to fucking head down to Florida around that time. <laughs> Party at Phil's parents' rental place. <laughs> <laughs> Bricks of lion's head. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there we go. Oh yeah, dude, I'm fucking sick of the cold. It's it's finally starting to warm up here, and I couldn't be fucking happier about it. Seriously, you want to experience the best summer of your life? Like, just spend just spend May to the beginning of October in Western Oregon, and you'll never just want to spend summer anywhere else. I mean, it was finally getting nice here, and then from what I heard, it was supposed to fucking snow tomorrow. Yeah. So. Yep. We're supposed like, to get like two to three days of snow. Ugh. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> we're we're probably going to have another month of cool rain, and then it's just going to be warm. Anyway, um, that being uh, enough enough with a weather report. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play Al Roker anymore. So um, yeah, we're gonna move. We're, You're not gonna we're, shoot we're gonna... yourself in the White House. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, no, but that is that is on my bucket list. <laughs> like if 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 I could do that, like if I could, you know, some people would be embarrassed about being known as the guy who shit himself in the White House. Like I would just like shit somewhere in the White House. New, new, I wouldn't even care if I got caught. New internet trend: millennials, the Al Roker challenge. <laughs> shit your pants in the White House. It's like the, they stop giving White House tours because too many people are shitting them. <laughs> this tour smells especially shitty. It's like, it's like, wow, why is it so shitty in here? Well, actually, yeah. So anyway, um, we're gonna go. We're gonna go to a significantly different part of the uh, tonal spectrum with my second band. Uh, and you know what? Again, I think I'm just gonna have Tom roll this because it's you kind of just gotta hear it.
So what was that swell that I kept hearing? That was really cool, but I couldn't tell what it was. Like it almost sounded like a horn. Um, Did you guys hear that? That was just the that was just the sound of insanity. <laughs> I, I was digging that. Also, um, before we go any further, um, I just realized I was I'm totally unprofessional because that's what we are the the, the model of professionalism. <laughs> uh, uh, as for caveman cult, uh, that song was called Devolution or Devolution. Uh, it's on. It is on the Rituals of Savagery EP, and they can be found at cavemancult.bandcamp.com. Very sorry about that. Uh, uh, coming back to this band, this is uh, this is a band uh, or a project anyway called Chornabog, I believe, named after the 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 god Chornabog. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, I was right. The song itself was called. The vomiting Chornabog, and in parentheses, <laughs> slithering gods of cognitive dissonance. Nice. And uh, you, you might notice, uh, the more astute uh, among you might have noticed that that clip went on for about two minutes. And that's because this track is 20 minutes long. Uh, let, 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 me be, let me be clear here. This entire album is four tracks the shortest of which is 12 minutes and three seconds. The others clock in at 14.22 and 17.48, respectively. So if you want to listen to the entire uh, Chornabog self-titled album, make sure you have a pretty sizable chunk of time set aside. And actually, this is one of those albums that I would recommend multiple listens because I guarantee you, you will not get the full impact of this album the first three or four times you listen to it yo i can't get over the fucking cover art yeah Um, yeah neither can i i really wanted i really really wanted to buy the vinyl just to have that nice big and uh, unfortunately that's sold out Uh, oh oh, yeah oh yeah like (laughs) I i think the only thing still available is um the compact disc that Which and the, the cassettes I, are still there. Ha ha. Okay, <laughs> I guess I, I guess Frank is the one weirdo who gets his dream. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. God damn it, Frank. Uh, <laughs> sing, single most uttered phrase on this show. Uh, th- there's a review here uh, on the Bandcamp page that I think sums sums this this up uh, just about perfectly, and all it says is. What in the actual fuck? <laughs> because, uh, so Nick, uh, Mr. Nick Muckerman, uh, I would say that's that's about that's a pretty astute review, because this is honestly some of the craziest, weirdest, most heavily layered metal that I've heard in a very very long time. Uh, Chornabog is like like I mean. I mean, I guess I could draw some parallels. I mean, I could, I, I could draw parallels to like Demolich and like Cathillus, who them in and of themselves are basically Demolich worship. But yeah, Chornabog are kind of their own beast when you get down to it, because it's just the layers of noise and just the the guitars and everything just locking in together just creates this swarming mass of insanity that i just i want to listen to this again because i've listened to it twice and man it's just something else 
Yeah, this is going to be something coming home from work one night that I'm going to throw the headphones on and just sit with for a while. Yeah. Preferably in the dark. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's three in the morning, so that's not hard. <laughs> just, so just like like uh, like pseudo sensory deprivation and try to absorb Chornabog as best as best as you can. Yeah, I'm gonna go to one of those fucking sensory deprivation tanks and listen to <laughs> Chornabog and come out a, a fucking raving madman. I mean, yeah, I think there's actually actually one I, actually there come to think of it, Philly, yeah. I, I would like to uh, I would like to li- lie in a in a sensory deprivation tank and try and listen to the demolich full length. I get the feeling I'd lose my mind too. <laughs> but yeah, um, that being said, this band can be found. Uh, I, I might actually have to spell this uh, at markovsoroka.bandcamp.com. Uh, that's spelled M A R K O V S O R O K A dot bandcamp.com. Markov Soroka at bandcamp.com slash album slash Chornabog. You'll you'll see it. Don't worry. But yeah, so that's uh whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> yeah, that's uh that that does it for me. My picks. Mm. Your picks. So we're gonna start off with a, a band known by Witch of 1692. And we're gonna listen to a little bit of offerings to the Scarlet Woman off their 2016 release, Impious Mysterial Hymn. Tom, roll it. Mm. Nice. Mm. Uh. 
So my my roommate and I have started doing that, and it's ridiculous. <laughs> that bullshit has spread way farther than you deserve. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's, I'm serious. Like my roommate and I will just like doing something, and then just one of us will go. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just keep doing it for like another 30 seconds has, until neither of us can take it seriously. It has reached the other side of the fucking country. Yeah. Yes. Hope you're proud of yourself. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> time to, time you, to start infecting Jack. <laughs> Frank, Frank, you've had a national impact. Yeah. You have made a national impact, Frank. How do you feel? Oh, fantastic. I know you do, buddy. Now, on to uh, Witch of 1692. What I fucking really dig about, especially the, this album, is... So that track that we just heard. There's... Some things about it remind me of Transylvanian Hunger by Dark Throne. Sure. No kidding. Um, mm-hmm. And there's other parts of it that will make me think of Dark Funeral. Now, a little bit later on in the album, you go to a song, say, like, Conjuring a Spectral Summons. And it almost reminds me of Satyricon. Really? Yes, I was, I was really sad that the third band wasn't also Dark Something. <laughs> <laughs> there was that time period in black metal where your name was Dark and then whatever you wanted to be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I like my black metal with two big scoops of melody. And and they're... We're getting a whole bunch of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, if you want to <coughs> get a hold of this, and you do... Go over to witchof1692.bandcamp.com. Very nice. I dig that. Mm-hmm. Now, on to pick number two. Oh. Yeah? Yeah? You, you aware of this? No. no oh, I was, yeah. I'm just proud of you. Oh, shut the fuck <laughs> up. Um, so this is not going to be uh, metal or hardcore. We're, we're doing a little, uh, little noise here today. Nice. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, by a band of... Well, I, or I liked Guillermo Pizarro, so this kind of mm-hmm. kind of makes me twitch a little. You're probably going to dig this. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the band is known as Clawing, and we're going to listen to something off the album Spectral Estate, and that track is going to be called Gourds. Tom, roll it. that grandma made hung in the trees outside the window of my room in the summer I'd watch them blow in the wind he told me birds build houses in them sometimes kept thinking about them cracking open falling breaking their wings chirping in the blood in the grass men who look like a wolf just waiting places us to build a home.
I love good narration. Yep. Yeah, the um, what kind of a place is this to build a home? Immediately evoked all of the horror from the witch. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I'm gonna put that on the wish list and listen to that later. My God, uh, there's good narration throughout this album. Is it a story? <laughs> See, or just when separate? I when I saw the name of the when I saw the name of this album and. Uh, all, all I could think was like, is this going to be song about like a, a haunted real estate office or something? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like the, it's like narration about the go- the ghost of the the real estate agent who like wrongly died or something. But no, um, I will say the 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 weird narration that came out of nowhere in the beginning actually kind of caught me off guard. And like, I think I think what is starting to appeal to me about this weird kind of creepy experimental uh, ambient and power electronics that you guys have been bringing in like because it reminds me a lot of like horror yeah like yeah. it just really evokes images of like of like the kind of crazy horror movies that I really like That's, digging up and watching and I, I think I said something along the lines when we were when we were talking about uh, Guillermo Um yeah, that this this particular subgenre of noise really is audio horror. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's like um, I don't know if I told you guys, but I bought like three Nod recordings because, like that, uh, what, uh, who was who was it that brought in the Harm EP? The what? The the Harm EP by Nod. Frank. Oh, Nod. Was it, yes. Yeah. I thought yeah, you were saying. I thought you were saying Nod. And that's why I was like, I was like, what the fuck? So, okay. Anyway, um, mispronunciation aside, uh, the, like, what appealed to me so much about that was just the this 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 extreme creep factor and the fact that, like, when I was listening to it, I'm like, you could have you could have placed all of these tracks uh, throughout the movie The Void, and it would have worked perfectly. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna bring up. Um, even on uh, this album. I forget which freaking track it is, but there's a like this underlining almost pulse, and it makes me think of it in the void when they're well in the void, and I was like, "Fuck, this is so good!" I would. Oh yeah, oh yeah. When when uh, Dan and Allison are like looking up at the pyramid. Yes. Like, oh god, dude, that whole ending scene was like, holy shit, man. And actually, as I recall, there were some fairly big name um, dark ambient artists who appeared on that soundtrack. Yeah, I mean, without going too far down that path, fuck all the fucking reviewers that said that was a bad movie. Yeah, it's fucking dummies. Oh, yeah. they're a bunch. They're a bunch. They're a bunch of cunts. Fuck <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, yeah, palpable terror from that. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, some people might say it's like, oh, Sam, you're just being hyperbolic, and I'm like, I'm kind of not. <laughs> no, if you want to uh, have yourself a little like unsettling time. Go over to clawing.bandcamp.com, throw on Spectral Estate. They better have a lot of these goddamn cassettes since that's the only thing I can order. Yeah, uh, I think I think this is going on. I think this is going to go on my uh, to-buy list, which in and of itself is like several dozen releases. I, it's outrageous. Tell my, 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 I'll take my wish list on Bandcamp is terrifying. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm ashamed to admit it, but I still have not bought uh, the Ravage Ritual ritual album that you What are in. you doing? I, I bought like I, six you albums. You know what? F- fucking up. Uh, we all do it, Frank. <laughs> I picked up a bunch over the weekend and my wish list actually laughed at me. See, it, it wasn't even a dent. 
me uh <laughs> me filling in for my manager this week has been a a terrible it's like well yeah why don't i why don't I just buy a bunch of things off Bandcamp? <laughs> Bandcamp has been very cruel to my wallet over the years cruising uh, band camp on the company dime <laughs> that's my dime it's a, <laughs> i work for that money yeah you're not oh man probably gonna have future heart disease and shit because of that goddamn place where do you work i work at a uh a grocery store a oh, mushroom okay. stampery you, you'd be surprised how stressful that can be oh dude uh, I, I actually i actually would not be <laughs> i've known people who've worked at grocery stores i know how stressful it can be yeah it can be a nightmare man mm. um all righty that that is it for the week for me cool so i'm gonna uh totally switch it up and we're gonna get into some fucking punk rock here uh oh. tom why don't you roll that <laughs> So any band that makes me want to jump off of a couch and elbow drop a table while chugging a beer <laughs> is all right in my book. <laughs> you would probably spill that fucking beer, and I would laugh at you for it. No, no, no. It's, it'd all be going to my mouth. Uh, some might dribble across me, but it's, it's okay. <laughs> you would dribble 90% of that beer, Frank. You know, I, I don't appreciate your lack of faith. In fact, I find it disturbing. <laughs> we'll have to put that to the test. Well... Uh, to be fair, you have to have a very high IQ to understand atheism. Uh, here, we go, here we go. Here we go. It's funny because it's a callback joke that listeners won't hear for two weeks. Um, yeah, no shit. Oh yeah, fucked up timelines. <laughs> we're fucking up. We're fucking up our own continuity. Anyway, that was the song "Click Click Flash" off of the EP "No Peace" by Kochiyama. Those, is, those um, two main riffs were fucking infectious that is yeah man that's some that's some fucking philly punk rock for you i mean that's exactly the sound i expected did you mention that the um noise band was also from philly they're not they're not they are so the the label putting out the cassette oh is from uh dollars records is based in philly all right my bad um that act is from i believe alabama oh all right back back on track my fault yeah, I did the same thing at first. I was, I was like, "What?" And I was like, "Oh man, I'm gonna go see them." 
But yeah, uh, it, it's it's the high energy shit that I was looking for. You know, I I don't usually dip too far into that realm uh, for this show, but I heard them was like, yeah, no, this needs to get the fuck out there. Um, there's there, there's enough aggression to keep me interested. Yeah, yeah, um, and also it's I mean there's a level of quality in the recording which is nice. Yeah, um, it, it's too often that I hear a new punk band and it's like, this is cool. But uh, I can I can barely hear you. <laughs> um, That's so, so yeah, it's a it's a fu- it's a fun fucking EP. It takes all of about fucking twelve minutes to listen to. Uh, so you can find them at kochiyama.bandcamp.com. And uh, just in case you need it, that's k o c h i y a m a. dot bandcamp.com. Very mm. nice. Very nice. Mm. So, I dig it. (laughs) It just never ends. It never ends. Nope. uh, To get Frank, Frank open up this can of worms. He gets to live with it. Mm Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna get a little heavier again. Mm. We're gonna check out a track by the band Hangman, and this is called uh, "Coming To" off of the (coughs) EP of Vile Decree. Tom. Sixteen years of thinking, and what did I find? That I'm just willing, I'm what's been made of you The last light to shine upon your face A poisoned body, trying to you will decay Like pride With thousand tears, but now my eyes are dry And I believe in your afterlife The day salvation lies in a fucking box I've awakened to the fact Definitely a little more dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Hangman. They are based out of uh, New York. I'm assuming uh, Long Island, based by the LIHC tag. Mm. Um, I just noticed that you can only buy the digital album for $1,000 USD. You know, you should also know that uh, they have the summer sampler, which is uh let's see i think two songs and that can be had for the low low price of five hundred dollars <laughs> do, do they do that to half get off you over to their half um, off guys their label maybe i hold on let me uh oh but uh hangman two is five dollars oh good <laughs> <laughs> um more, more economical 
Ah, available. I don't know. For I got this manager's pay. I might have to spring for <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Available for digital purchase at flatspotrecords.bandcamp.com. Let's True. see if it's oh, it's a thousand dollars over there too. <laughs> it's three thousand dollars over. There. <laughs> <laughs> nope, five bucks. Uh, five bucks. I wonder, uh, like, it, it looks it looks shorter though. Isn't the isn't the other one isn't the other one longer? Nah, I think they're both. Uh, I'm pretty sure those are both five songs. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> that's uh, I'd love to see someone actually purchase it for a thousand dollars. Best one k that I ever spent, dude. There there has to be at least one person who had to do that. I don't know. I mean, that's a lot. Um, anyway, yeah, like, yeah. Let me, let me let me just pay several months' rent. To, some, to buy this fucking album. <laughs> some really heavy fucking angry shit coming out of New York, uh, as oh. it should. You know, uh, it, it's nice to see uh, that the, the, the younger bands in New York are still bringing that fucking edge. Yeah. Uh, and you can find them at hangmanlihc.bandcamp.com. What are you doing over there, Tom? You can buy that? What? You can buy that? I think Tom's making a purchase. Tom's right? gonna buy the thousand dollar digital <laughs> copy. I just got my own employment check. <laughs> <laughs> good, good on you, Tom. I'm sure they'll appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's paid for our next six months of tour and get a personal show in the space. Pretty basement. much. It's like wow. It's like wow, man. You paid for catering from now until July. <laughs> <laughs> catering from Neil Breen. <laughs> <laughs> we all know we, we all know that neil offers the finest catering in the business just Throw lunchables Throw, throwbacks <laughs> to jokes that you didn't hear because we weren't recording oh god uh but yeah that does it for me short week uh as far as recommendations on my end didn't we spend like fucking 10 minutes talking about neil brain for this fucking show yeah we did yeah, yeah we oh, did god. uh <laughs> So, oh that brings us to a little, a little something, something. Mm-hmm. Brings us to a little, mm-hmm. a little segment, a little thing that we do. It is the, is our most precious segment, I would say. <coughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, <coughs> the, that's the signal for Brutal Brews. <laughs> yeah, let's get into this one. Tom, uh, go ahead and roll that. I'm a revolution, I'm a revolution, I'm a revolution. 
So that I am gonna have to start getting into knuckle dust. So that was the song "Bluff Lies and Alibis" off of a, off of an album by the same title by the band Knuckle Dust from London. That was a uh, 2012 release. So I was saying to Mike before the show, I'm pretty sure I uh, understand how they got their name. See, while I was listening to this earlier, I was fighting back desperately, putting a hole through my wall <coughs> and getting dust all over these knuckles. <laughs> so uh, that threw me a little bit because the first I only checked out the first few tracks um, and they were like much heavier. But I like the like the high energy like it's amazing. I, Knuckle Dust offers everything I could ask for out of a hardcore band, where it's simultaneously infectious as shit uh-huh. and tough as fucking nails. Yeah. Um, I mean, I liked hearing that because the first few tracks were, like, riffy and heavy, but, yeah. like, that's almost, like, the group chanty, like, s- yeah, similar that, to Wisdom. That balance. Oh, sorry. Uh, similar to, like, Wisdom and Chains. Yeah, sort yeah. Of. They're, they're clearly pulling on the same sort of uh, oi influences right. for that. I like it. <laughs> yeah, it just makes me fucking want to go go crazy. I, I first saw them. Uh, I first heard of them when I saw them at This Is Hardcore oh, 2014. Real, Word. Um, and I'm really hoping. I know they've they've mentioned that there's going to be a few returning foreign bands that have played the fest before. I'm really hoping Knuckle Dust is one of them. And Sand. Uh, oh, I. Oh God, yes. I <laughs> pray to God they bring Sand back. That would be amazing. But um. Knuckle Dust uh, has been around since fucking '96. Whoo! They've been wow. do- yeah, they've been doing it for quite some fucking time. Um, f- you know, fairly big in the scene over there, from what I understand. Uh, and it was kind of funny when they when they played Philly. You know, in between songs, they were like, D- "Did you expect us to sound posh?" It's <laughs> 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 like, no, I don't think anyone looked at you and expected you to sound posh. <laughs> Uh, um, killer fucking band. I love Knuckle Dust, um, but I needed a beer to pair with that. Mm-hmm. And my thought process Dude, here was: what could possibly hit that hard? Well, like what? <laughs> what? What beer? What beer could be the fucking brass knuckle gut punch that was that band? That was that was exactly the problem that I ran into. Uh, you know, like it's gotta. It's got to hit hard, but at the same time, it's got to have that that sort of appeal. Yes, yeah, you know, the of of sick leads and and catchy gang vocals and choruses. Um, and I stumbled across it's uh, we've brought quite a bit in from them before. Uh, Manny Young Brewing, mm-hmm. and they've got a uh, a monk from the Young Belgian style triple. It's mm-hmm. a nine percenter. So it's got that hit. But being a Belgian, it just goes down so oh, smoothly. It's, it's beautiful. It's a it's a tasty, tasty brew. Maniac does no wrong. Mm mm. Yeah. It's I mean, one of those it, it's one of those things where you you're probably not even gonna realize it's fucking you up, but it's fucking you <laughs> up. Mm-hmm. So it's not too boozy. I know. So it's boozy in the sense that it's high alcohol, but yeah. it you don't taste it. Right. Uh, Belgian beers are pretty good at that, at least the Belgian style. Um, Just I'd, for a frame of reference, where does like Chimay sit? That's a Belgian. Yeah, it's a, I, a Trappist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Percent wise, 
Oh, that's uh, twelve. I, I think oh. it's which one you're. Yeah, uh, I usually stick with the Grand Reserve, which I think is almost thirteen. Yeah, it's. Damn, you're right. That does hide it well, or <laughs> that style. Yes, if it you, does. If you dig those, have you had uh, Delirium Tremens? Uh, yep, it's familiar. Um, highly, highly recommend. Okay. I remember being at a friend's house the first time having that beer, and I'm. I'm throwing it back. <laughs> We're watching The Princess Bride. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Like, and I got annihilated, which well, it was a good time. Yeah. So if you're not familiar with Knuckle Dust, obviously go check them out. I don't think they have – let me see if they have a band camp. I don't think so. Um, but just to make sure before I send you off. I feel like if, if they're going to be a – Fingers crossed. If they are at this is hardcore, I'm gonna go hard for that. I yeah. So I'm not <laughs> finding a band camp. There is a Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Knuckle Dust Official. Um, yeah, dude. I I would fucking love to see them again. Love to. But uh, check out Knuckle Dust. Um, don't don't stop at Bluffs, Lies, and Alibis. Everything's fucking great. I think their their first album was called Time Won't Heal This. Uh, killer fucking. I, they. They've always been fucking great, and uh, they clearly haven't lost a fucking step. So grab yourself some fucking Knuckle Dust albums. Pick up a four-pack of Manny Young Breweries Monk from the Yunk. It's only like nine bucks for a four-pack. At 9%, that's pretty solid. I was going to say that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Uh, have yourself a good old fucking time. Try not to break any of your teeth. <sighs> that. Several things in my house earlier almost died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was excited for you to listen to them because it's, I was, you know, I'm always curious to see what your reaction is going to be to things. Anything that can get me even remotely close to Wisdom and Chains is going to get me all fired up. Yeah, they're, they're definitely in that same camp. Mm hmm. Right on. Very nice, gentlemen. So, do we have anything, or are we jumping straight into discussion? Yeah, we can get right into the discussion. Okay. So, we, uh, I don't know if we mentioned it on air or not, and we, one of the big things we always used to do on the show was have a discussion mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. something related to metal, hardcore, whatever. It We're be. bringing it back. Yeah, uh, it's something that, uh, I don't know, I don't know what happened. I guess there just wasn't much to talk about, and we haven't really been doing it. Um, and we feel like we've been giving you guys half a show. Yeah. So. Well, um, I, I feel I feel like it's also it's it's also worth saying that um, you know the 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 topics that have come up in the last probably six or seven months since we've done one of these is that you know the thing is like people people on the internet will speak their minds and they'll do, and the problem is they also tend to do that when they have blogs or you know news sites behind them and you know the th I think the th thing is uh, a lot of the stuff we could have said about anything that has happened in the past six or seven months related to metal has already been said a thousand different ways yeah. by a thousand different people we, we were talking about this before the show and th you know that's that's the problem yeah is that, so like there's there's very little we could have said about a lot of things that everyone else hasn't already said to death yeah true, I, mean, true, I remember but. it was like that and also some of the some of the dramas that have uh surfaced over the last two years have just been too cringy to really involve ourselves with yeah 
So uh, yeah. what it what it boils down to is uh, we, we want to start getting back into that. Um, so even if it's something that has been covered extensively, if you want to hear our thoughts on something, let us know. Absolutely. We'll talk about it. Uh, but we're going to start out with something kind of lighthearted and, and a little more on the fun side. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is the question of if you were to introduce someone who had never listened to metal before uh, to metal, um, what would it be? Who would Vitriol. You use? <laughs> <laughs> I knew that's the fucking route you were going to go, you piece of shit. It's, well, you've never heard metal? Well, let me murder you. <laughs> it's like, it's like. I mean, I could, I could ease you into this, but I'm just going to throw you to the fucking wall. And it's, it's like, it's like, <laughs> go in, in fucking Rocky. Or, like, if he dies, he dies. <laughs> <laughs> What, whatever the fuck, whatever the fuck that dude's name was, I can't remember. I haven't seen Ivan Drago. Like, Ivan Drago. Yeah. Ivan Drago. Well, fuck. Who cares? Punches two thousand psi, bitch. <laughs> Shut the fuck the, up, Frank. He was the Punisher in the original Punisher movie. <laughs> yeah, <but> Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren, oh, who has like I, multiple fucking like doctorates and shit. Really? Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah, the dude's like a research chemist. Yeah, he's got like multiple postgrad he degrees. He got into acting to get himself through college. Yeah. Wow. What? He yeah. wins at things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that that man is alpha as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but I hear he's also I hear he's actually a really nice guy. Yeah, that's what I hear and I know he does like he does a lot of ridiculous tacky uh like um, European produce movies because they're 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 fucking cheap to make and they bring in a ton of cash. So that's why you yeah. don't really see him in big big titles anymore. Because he's like, nah, I'm just gonna do this. This is making me rich as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, who could blame him? Oh, dude, it's funny. Like you'll find him in these really shit fucking action and war movies, and it's like, what is Dolph Lundgren doing? Like you, you're better than this. <laughs> he's just like fucking. Get that paycheck, man. Okay, but let's get into <laughs> All right, the actual so yeah, let's, discussion. Let's, let's not, yeah, let's not, let's not go too far off topic. Here. Yeah, we don't want to talk about Dolph. Well, I mean, I could talk about Dolph. <laughs> I, I could listen to you talk about Dolph. Frankly, <laughs> <laughs> of course, then it would just turn into like me talking about how much I love the. So. No. So at the beginning of it, me and Frank uh, in unison kind of said one of the same things that occurred to us. Uh, let, mm. So the band that we would choose would be Unleash the Archers. One of, one of them. Yes. Yeah, that's an easy um, one. I think that's because um, most people, if I'm going to introduce them to metal, I usually go with power metal first. The, you know, the thing that, that, that takes a lot, even people I knew, like I remember being younger and people who kind of considered themselves metalheads granted that like we were younger so they were they were still kind of learning it as well but a lot of people will be like i'm just not into the screaming vocals man it's not and it it changes it changes if i had a a fucking nickel that's that's (laughs) why i go the usually the power metal route because those vocals are fucking amazing. Well, and the nice thing is unleash the archers mixes a bit in there so that it's like Oh yeah, I really dig these singing vocals, and oh wait, that actually really works for this song. Right, exactly. I hear that as often as I hear. I just don't like screaming vocals. As long as it's used sparsely, I can get a larger 
you know, group of people. Um, I mean, I had a couple that actually occurred to me that I would I would probably start off with. Other than Unleash the Archers, I would probably, if they could handle harsher vocals, Children of Bodom is an easy, mm-hmm. you know, un, you know, softball. Yeah. Actually, um, when I worked at PetSmart, uh-huh. um, we were doing an overnight, and with doing that, we got to listen to whatever music we want. So I threw on Follow the Reaper. And there was a girl that worked there, and she was not at all, like, into metal. Um, and that's playing, and she's like, I fucking dig this. Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah, I mean, and, and for me, it, it, it worked that way. I mean, it's, that really helped me get in the... Even with the growly, screaming vocals, they, they did it in a way that's so clear that without being a metalhead, you can still understand the lyrics. Right. And it's all those fucking keys just oh. sound so good. It's, I mean, it's like you know, a lot of people want to say, "Oh, I would bring in you know, Dragon Force," and I was like, "Nah, Children of Bodom nah, or nothing." Nah, like, can, Dragon Force can suck a dick. Low energy. Goddamn studio rats. Um, <laughs> third pick. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I find it so funny that Sam found that so funny. <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard the term studio rats before, and I just thought that was so, kind of funny. It's perfect. They can do it in the studio, apparently, but they can't do it live. And no, it's it, it's actually I, it's funny because uh, a, a buddy of mine has seen them multiple times, and he swears up and down that they put on a killer show. I just I'm not willing to spend the money so to find I've out seen for the myself. Videos. I've um, seen the videos. I've any time that I've seen them uh, live, it has not been good. Um, there was a time that I saw him live and I had a good time because I wound up going backstage and whatnot, but like, Oh, that's cool. Right. Um, it, I, I've seen one clip where like they were performing well, but the singer still sounded <clears throat> terrible. Like he is God awful. From what I understand too, uh, a big part of the issue is that the fucking guitarist who you know yeah granted those riffs sound fucking great on the record um but apparently he's too much of a drunk to be able to do it live and he just flubs all over the fucking dude place. oh my they oh, get oh my insanely god. hammered yeah oh my god dude um oh, oh, th- th- this is so fucking old but just in case anyone hasn't seen it uh if you want to see the best fucking the best fucking video you will ever see that pokes fun at dragon force uh, just go, go on YouTube as soon as this vi- as this podcast is over, and as soon as you've donated uh, a bunch of money to our Patreon. Um, <laughs> look, I'm just I'm trying to prioritize here, okay? Um, <clears throat> so just go to fucking YouTube and type in Herman Lee is cool, and just it, it's like it's like a two minute video that that's that's uh it's making fun of the the guitar players from dragon force and it is the funniest fucking shit I just, <laughs> like to this day like I, I first saw that video like almost nine years ago and it is still just as funny today as it was then yeah, what a bunch just of look at Her- herman lee is cool we'll we'll, we'll get off the fun. dragon force bashing and back to the uh to the topic oh, at yeah. hand though all right so i think so you guys... can i can i give like an actual answer yeah yes like, i'll I wait mean, for a second when like I, I, I suppose it I suppose it um I, I suppose it it varies on the person who I'm trying to show bands to. If it's if it's someone who's acting like a smug cunt, then I might just like 
that I'm I'm just I'm just gonna beat their fucking faces in with like a vitriol or like a Gorgut song. We're talking like erosion of sanity era Gorguts. Mm. Like it's like it's like oh like if you think you could get me into this, I'm like okay, I'm just gonna throw on with their flesh you'll create, and work, and I'm gonna make you listen to it the whole way through, like all six minutes, fucker. But if it's somebody, who, <laughs> it's like so. If if if, if it's somebody who's going to act like a smug fuck about it, it's like it's like oh, you couldn't get me into this. I'm like, well, I don't actually care about getting you into it. I just want to make. I just want to be an asshole. <laughs> but if it's somebody who's like genuinely interested, which I mean, once in a while I do get. They're like, you know, what's what's a good what's a good place to start? <clears throat> I actually know exactly what band and even what song. I would start them off with now that like this might sound kind of standard, but I actually have, I actually have some fairly thorough reasoning behind this. I would start that person off with black Sabbath's children of the grave. I saw that coming. Oh yeah. It, it, it makes and, sense. Dude, that's, Oh man. Well, Sammy's going to say yeah, black Sabbath. I, and you know makes why sense. I think it's a great choice. You know why I think it's a great choice? Because look, if you want, I mean, if you really want to go back and if you want to hear, like, the real origin of the true blue heavy metal riff, you could do, it, it would, I mean, I challenge you to do better than Children of the Grave. I mean, it is iconic, it is catchy, it's intense, it gets you going. The message of the song is powerful and will stick with you. I mean, just... Everything about that song to me is flawless. Uh, like the, just the production, the riffs, uh, the lyrics, the, just everything about it like is is indicative to me of what a true <clears throat> of what heavy metal should be built upon. Yeah. It, is, it is the rock. It is the foundation. You know, uh, my my answer is is pretty similar, but just a, a little less specific because my journey into metal started with sabbath um they were they were one they were one of my earliest yeah and still one of my fucking favorites uh, there's there's oh, yeah. never a um, point where i don't like i don't think you can have a top 10 and not include sabbath you know oh um, no like if if i were to give those people like a full-on album to listen to it would be it would more than likely be master of reality yeah it's a great <laughs> fucking start but yeah, I mean, if, if not that, uh, probably that uh, along with like a bit of fucking like Maiden and Priest. Fuck you know? yeah, get sure. that speed in there. Yeah, See, um, I would. You know, if I were to go with a Maiden album, uh, I would actually go with Power Slave. That's yeah, fair. because that Fuck is that yeah. is such a it is such a fun album. That's like that whole album, that whole album is just so fun. Got rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, baby. Yeah. You know, actually, you know what my jam on that album is? It's uh, "Lost for Words," All the right. the little the little three minute instrumental, and not just because I can play it. <laughs> yeah. You know, um. So, I, I, being kind of kind of the representative for hardcore on the podcast, I do want to throw, even though it's not the question necessarily at hand, I don't want to do a whole other discussion just on this, especially because I don't think everyone would have. I an was answer. about to hit you with one too, but um, I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not deep in, I'm not as deep into hardcore as the rest of you guys are, so I don't think it would be appropriate for. No, me like it's that. it's really just me and Mike who are who are fairly deep into it. Um, so I'm actually experience. I'm doing this right now. 
This is something that I'm doing. Um, you know, um, my girlfriend just doesn't quite like she she's fine. Like she's cool with it. She listens. She'll listen to some things when I put them on. Uh, when I saw that H2O was playing the church and it's the 10 year anniversary of nothing to prove, I immediately bought two tickets and sent her a message and said, hey, make sure that you're free on this Sunday. And she's like, why? What are we doing? I was like, I'm going to introduce you to the hardcore scene. I was nice. like, I can't think of a better band no. or a better venue. It's so accessible, um, man. Because H2O, you know, I mean, like, it, you get that borderline pop punk yep. on some of their shit. Uh, but it, it's really, it, like, they very much carried the spirit of hardcore uh, throughout their careers. Um, I still don't know who the openers are. It hasn't been announced. But they're very good friends with Wisdom. I was going to so, say, they're another super accessible band, <clears throat> yeah. Wisdom themselves. Well, that's the thing. I mean, she's heard a couple Wisdom and Chains tracks and been like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like, you know, yeah. it, it, doesn't, um, it doesn't totally throw her off. But, yeah, on the hardcore end of things, I think H2O Got another be, one for you. Um, Wake the Dead, Comeback Kid. Comeback Kid's good. It might still be a bit much for someone yeah, who's brand so? new to it. Um, and I've also like, it, I, I, oddly enough, a few people who I've started introducing to hardcore, um, fell quickly into the heavier shit and then heard comeback kid and were like, I don't, I don't really, I, uh, I would count myself very uh, much among those people I'm because wounded. I remember when I first started asking you to get me into hardcore, all I was asking you for was like, give me the most like brutally <laughs> aggressive metallic hardcore you can possibly find. And it's just like that's that's what I want. I just want nothing but like sheer aggression and violence. Well, I guess while we're on the topic of introducing someone to metal, I was very happy to see. Um, obviously, I said I would start with power metal, so I was very happy when I watched uh, Deathgasm, <laughs> and he's talking to the girl, and you know she doesn't listen to metal, and the first thing he goes for is a power metal album. I'm like <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> whoever wrote this movie fucking gets it. <laughs> like. Frank, I love that you're so enthusiastic about power metal. I, I don't think I've ever said it, but I great, I greatly admire you for it. How can you not be? Because some people just don't like things that are fun. I mean, it's really, to me, power metal's always been a, an extension of classic heavy metal. Like, it, it's yeah, the next exactly. step in, like, the, the priests and maiden and all that sort of shit. Like, I meet people who just up and down we'll talk so much shit about power metal and i'm just like why but then it's like, funny like those same people love fucking iron maiden and i'm like oh yeah wait a or minute. judas priest wait i'm like dude minute. you're telling me that like you're, you're telling me that like you're gonna sit here and you're gonna throw stupid tired fucking insults you're gonna sit here and just be like oh yeah fucking blind guardian that shit's gay bro and i'm like well first of all what are you a fucking 12 year old like who, <laughs> actually like who who like who use who like who was an insult just says oh that's gay i'm like what are you fucking you fucking teenager yeah unironically <laughs> and yeah oh yeah without without a trace of irony and like that's how i know I'm like yeah your family tree doesn't fork but, <laughs> and, but, but yeah and and then at the same time those people those people will just see nothing but the praises of like power slave or the number of the beast i'm like what i'm sorry i always like, still say the thing that i love about power metal is the feeling that it gives is there I am, 
riding like a horse into battle along this fucking epic cliffside, and it just <laughs> looks glorious. <laughs> yeah, but although, I mean, with using power metal as an introduction, you have to be careful because I don't think you'd want to play Hammerfall for somebody. They, they'd probably be like, this is cheap. Oh, come on, dude. Like, I, my, my favorite Hammerfall song is The Dragon Lies Bleeding. If you play that for somebody, they're just going to be like, what is this cheesy shit that you're playing for me right it now? Depends. I bet you play Magic the Gathering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I feel like it depends on the person. Like, if the person is already, like, like a nerd, oh, they, the, they're yeah. going to fucking love it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, um... <laughs> Just like this band likes Tolkien. Like, dude, you you could just show up at like your D and D campaign, and just like start just like start playing Blind Guardian somewhere far beyond, and people just be like, "Oh, this is pretty cool." Like, I know now, pass the Cheetos. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, (laughs) actually, uh, I'm I'm really not talking shit because I actually have been in a D and D campaign for a while, but we haven't played because the DM. I mean, uh, one of my old weed problems. One of my old weed guys, fucking. Doesn't listen to metal. He was mostly like a reggae, like Mattis Yahoo type of dude. But um, I, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, no. I haven't heard that name in years. <laughs> what a fucking cheese ball! <laughs> but he did like demons and wizards. There you go. Yeah. Fucking Mattis Yahoo. I know, man. <laughs> 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 that was a thing. That was a real thing. Some, oh God, what was he? Was he Jewish? He, yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, so, some some weird traditional Jewish dude doing reggae. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, oh hey, God. just just a just a quick aside. I saw this and I kind of laughed. Uh, because uh, apparently everyone, like every member of the faceless, just quit. Yeah. Except Michael Keane. I read no, that. No, no, that's if you go on to, I guess it's their Wikipedia or something like that. They sometimes they have like you know they they have a graph yeah. for the members. Oh God! And there's only one constant line, and that's Michael <laughs> Keane. Because you know, Does like, he suck. No, 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 no. Well, so he is obviously he's very talented. Okay. Um, but you know damn well he's a fucking prick. It's like to work some Nilithia shit. Like, didn't that just happen to them? Uh, it's, 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 it's no, not Nilithia Vector. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I will say it's a good thing I don't give a fuck about the faceless because if <laughs> I did, I guess I would be kind of upset. Or so, maybe I thought they just got off a tour it. and stuff. Like, yeah, with 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 Vector, it was that the uh, the guy behind all of the writing. Um, he's still involved and pushing forward, yeah. but, uh, the, yeah, the other members just due to other things in their life. Oh, continue. okay. It wasn't like a, that's uh, legit. Yeah. Yeah. There was no so, like, so there was no like animosity involved or no, no like a mirror shit. Okay. That's, that okay. was the band I was searching for. <laughs> so, yeah. So I don't know if like, this was just, this is me and some of my friends speculation is that. So you look at a band like Dragon Force, like we were saying there, who just get fucking blasted and they don't care that they're playing shittily live because they're blasted. That's what they're doing. They're rolling, well, I they're mean, rolling in the soon, fucking money, too. Right. So. Yeah. As, well, as soon as, as soon as they got that feature on um, that guitar game, dude, that, that was it. Like, th- th- for years after that, nobody would shut the fuck 
up about Dragon Force. Oh, it's and like, so even, even, fucking annoying. Like, yeah. Even <clears throat> after, like, even after all these videos, like Phil was talking about, even after all these videos surfaced of them just being fucking drunk shitheads and just playing, like, just just playing so, almost akin to like a, a high school band live. And just like being total morons and being completely unprofessional, even after all that, like they like they still have this huge devoted fan base. And I stadiums, I I can't understand it. It's I all, don't uh, I don't know why. It's it, all these like kind of metal heads who like the guy. I talked to a guy once, and he was like, "I've seen them live. They put on a great show." And I was like, "Okay, but I've seen plenty of videos where they fucking didn't." Um, you gonna roll those dice? It seems it seems like it's a gamble. And this this dude, I mean, this is the same guy. Like, I made the joke once that like uh, about Metallica. I was like, "Our bassist died, so we're gonna write garbage now." <laughs> and he got he got all butt hurt. And I was like, "Dude, you are like seriously? They just put out Saint Anger." And he's like, "I thought it was a great album." I was like, "Okay, you're wearing a disturbed no. shirt right now, so like, <laughs> what, you See, know?" Well, well, I've I've admitted it on this show before. Uh, like my, my second favorite Metallica album is Load. Oh yeah, not there's nothing wrong with those albums. I mean, I was oh, no. I was trolling, but yeah, Load oh, is yeah. a fucking is See, a perfectly oh, fine hard rock album. Oh dude, fucking I I would honestly rather listen to Load than Kill 'Em All any day of the week. But mm. yeah, dude, like you can't you can't be that thin skinned. You you can't get that fucking butt hurt. So, it is like, uh, but man just from what from everything i've heard like again i said that i have i have a good friend of mine who's seen dragon force i believe a couple of times and he swears up and down that they were great but again i also hear that countered by just countless stories about how like phil said they were just drunk and sloppy and Maybe. how they just they just half ass their performances like i don't i don't want to find out for myself because i feel like it would be too much of a gamble so i haven't seen them in recent years maybe they've calmed down with that too I hope. because of complaints <clears throat> but what i was what, what I was, my original point was so you have them who at least used to get super drunk and play shittily whereas me and friend like you know uh michael Keane from the faceless is probably the type of dude where someone probably like offers him a drink before the show and he's like i can't have that before i perform <laughs> <laughs> like, you have that like it gives off that type of vibe. Yeah. Well, anyway, we, we've stumbled quite a bit far off here. Uh, of course. You, you yeah. got our answers. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, guys, what would what would you introduce someone to metal with? Let us know. Uh, you can head on over to fthepit.com where you'll find links to all of our social media. So you can hit us yep. up on, on the Facebook, on the Instagram, on the Twitter, uh, yeah, get those final um, votes in I, on the I would solos. say, you know what I think we should do next week? Like, this is just a suggestion. Uh, maybe, maybe we should like try and collect some listener suggestions and just like, you know, if we can get enough of them, maybe pick a few out and kind of share our favorites. Yeah, if if, if we can. Uh, also, yeah, go if you if you like the solo of the month segment, go vote. I'm, We're doing. Yeah, I'm about to win. That just can't happen. We're doing mm -hmm. one more next week. Uh, and depending on the votes for that, we'll we'll kind of decide whether or not we're going to continue with this because um, yeah. we don't we don't want to be doing something that no one enjoys. 
you know yeah, and, right, I, right. and I feel I feel especially sad because I recall that this segment was my idea and I really don't want to see it die because I think it's a really really cool segment it's fun I mean yeah. not, yeah, yeah, you, not you, to say that like if we grow yeah. our membership our, our listenership that we couldn't bring it back it's just like I don't yeah. want to see it just yet that's you know maybe we'll let it rest for a while and try again but yeah either way in the immediate future yeah. um, this month and next month are really going to decide the current fate of that segment so if yeah. you enjoy it go vote uh, mm-hmm. if not then don't and I guess it'll die um, yeah and you will make me sad yeah don't make you will have pers- you have you will have personally hurt me don't make uncle slammy sad <laughs> um <clears throat> anyway if you really like what we're doing head on over to patreon.com slash from the pit um any amount of, of support is greatly appreciated and for a whopping five dollars a month we do four more fucking episodes um you know and it's different shit uh so there's there's a lot going on there and we we plan on expanding even further so get you know you get involved with that you get to support the show and get some fucking extra shit out of it Mm -hmm. Um, and to those of you already supporting thank you so much Uh, yeah but that about wraps it up Mm. so with that being said seems that we have arrived at our destination it is now safe to undo your seatbelts good night ladies